Do you love smoking marijuana in 7-Eleven parking lots? Having sex with Mexican women and Filipino women that call you nigga in front of your aunties, uncles, and cousins, but also listen to Mike Sherm and Zay Bangs while picking up your little light-skinned child from the daycare center? How about going to kickbacks where in a house full of 19 and 18-year-olds, you'll still see a 42-year-old man with a bald spot in the middle of his dreadlocks snatching the ox cord out to plug it into his Android to play town business by Keek to Sneak? How about paying $4,000 a month to live in a one-bedroom apartment on a street that you know for a fact a nigga you've seen on the news with caution tape around it at least 16 times? Then come to the Bay Area. We have all of this and much more. The Bay Area. Are you in good hands? And good morning, good afternoon to whatever time zone you're listening to me in. Good morning, good morning. And I dare say again, good morning, how are you doing today? My name is JT, this is the Greatest Voice Podcast, what's going on? So, I'm going to just cut right to the chase, because um, I was, um, for those who don't know, I live in California. Great state, beautiful state, we have the best burritos, torrizo, everything, just great, great place to be at. Um, I woke up a little bit earlier than usual, and um, you know how YouTube, they suggest videos to you. One of the videos they suggested to me was of this young man who was talking about why nobody should move to California. And I am so gung-ho, love California, love the Golden State. I'm so pro, yes, we have everything. We have the best beaches, we have the best mountains. I'm so, just so gung-ho about that. Now, with that being said, a lot of the times I've, and I've always defended California when people have said, wow, they're, I've, right now I live in, I live in Sacramento County, I live in a very remote area called Galt, and most people that I've met, most people that I've met, a lot of people that I've met who live in this area are actually moving from Galt or from Lodi or from Sacramento. I'll even, I'll even step outside of that and say there are a lot of people who are moving from San Francisco or even South Los Angeles to the southern states, to the midwestern states, such as Idaho or Montana, or going down south to Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, whatever. And when I've always talked to those people who are moving, I've always defended California and said, well, I understand. Okay, yeah, maybe the income tax might be high, but that may be because you're rich. Okay, maybe this. Okay, maybe that's because you're in this certain. Okay, maybe because you're conservative, that's why you want to move. So when I watched this video that this young man posted up, today i didn't i wanted to watch it because i wanted to see what was his angle of why people why he would say hey you shouldn't move to california and i think for most people who live in california if you're not making above a certain income those conversations will kind of go over your head because it's like well that doesn't even apply to me why would i even care so when he said in the video that 62% 62% of each gallon of gas in California isn't even the gas. It's just state. It's just tax. I did not know that. I didn't. That, I don't know why that. I don't know why. I, I just sold my motorcycle right now. I'm I'm buying, looking for a car right now. So I don't know why that hit me so hard, but it, it just really 62% of every gallon of gas in California is just the tax itself. It's not even the gas. I didn't know that. I remember a long time ago, my cut my uncle told me, shout out to my uncle Tinky. He told me a long time ago that 
He said a lot of people don't know that when you go to gas stations, they don't make their money off the gas. They make their money off the snacks in the store. Like all those snacks you see in there, that's where they get their money from. They don't, all that gas, the gas, they don't make no money off the gas for real. So then I started, so that, that really motivated me to start doing some research into it. I guess it made me do some research to seeing how would your income be in California and how much would you pay to rent an apartment? I only looked up housing. I only looked up apartment prices and apartment housing prices to rent because, you know, I'm not I'm not at the point of buying houses in my life. You know, so I'm I can only speak from that perspective. So I looked at what my income would be with my job, my same job I have in California, same company, actually. Same job, same company in California versus being in Texas. And I also did it for like the highest, I guess, for the people who are the wealthiest, I'd say the people who make over a million dollars. So my same job that I'd have in Texas, if I have this same job in Texas, it would have paid me $2 less. But my same job I'd have in Texas to pay me $2 less than it would pay me here. So I guess that's a plus to say here. But then also that same that same job that I have in Texas in the pretty, pretty popular areas in Oxon, Texas, that same job, I was looking at apartments, the availability of apartments there and the prices over there. It's a deep, I mean, a deep, a deep, a profound difference in between the prices of apartments down there and the prices here. I was looking for one bedroom, two bed, one bedroom, two bedroom apartments in, in Austin, Texas and Port Arthur, Texas and Houston, Texas and Arizona. And in between the prices of $600 and $1,100 a month to pay, you could find a lot of good, you could find a lot of good options out there. I did that same thing for San Francisco. Yes, I know San Francisco doesn't encompass all of California, but I did it for there because Austin's somewhat becoming like the new tech hub. So I thought San Francisco versus Austin, Texas. San Francisco, if you type in apartments between 600, like when you go to like a website and you type in like the price, like in between the price that you want to find an apartment for, if you type it, if you type in between 600 and $1,000, you are just going to find a lot of just like, for example, in a, in a, in a San Francisco, the most you could find for that situation is you'd pay a thousand dollars to live out of a room. This uh, live out of a room in a one bedroom apartment that's being divided between uh, five people. I said five people, three people with their own bedrooms and two people sleeping on the couches. When I was working in San Francisco last year, when I was working in San Francisco last year, it blew my mind to see so many people who just like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that like when you go to San Francisco and the roommate thing, that's a big thing in general. That's the, that roommate culture in California. That's a new, that that's a thing that's been here for a while. Like it's normal to be a grown man and you divide a one bedroom or, or one bedroom apartment with another man or a two bedroom apartment with three or four people. That's a normal thing in California. When I f went to California, when I went, when I was working in San Francisco, I started working in security in San Francisco from November 2019 to around like June last year. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you would go to a one bedroom apartment in San Francisco. I'm talking, this is a totally different level. A one bedroom apartment in San Francisco and you'd have six people dividing a one bedroom. A one bedroom. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. This is a very common thing out there. Like, it'd be insane. Like, and 
I guess I don't know. I always defended it because I, my 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 defense for California when it came to high taxes and stuff like that had always been, well, you know, you, you know, hey, the price of living is is high here, but you know, most of our jobs pay more than most states. And truth be told, that's true. Like most jobs in California, they do pay higher than pay better than most states. It's just that from what I've seen, and I used to live in Arizona, so I looked at I looked at um, prices of apartments in Arizona too. From what I've seen. When you go out there, there's a lot more options for there's actually a lot more options for places to stay. There's a lot more housing options when you go to Arizona or go to Texas if you're looking for somewhere to stay like versus out here. The price, the housing prices are insane unless you unless you go to like very, very remote areas of California, like where I'm at Modesto series. And when you go there, the job, the how much they pay you starts dropping, you know, and that's why a big, like a big thing in California now, uh, this, not, this thing, this has always been a big thing, but a big thing in California has always been, if you were a guy, you know, because at least in the area that I'm at in California, people who do construction, people who work in the hard hat and in the hard hat trade, it's a big thing where I'm at. And it was always a big thing for where they'd work in a city like a, they live in a city or buy a house in the Modesto or in the series or somewhere remote in the central Valley of California. That's where housing gets cheapest at, but then they'd be driving out two, three, four hours for work in other cities because, you know, that's the only place they're going to get good pay at. Same thing with the people who are doing tech, you know, it's like, I didn't, I never factored in the fact that even when you had, a, there was a guy I remember at my last job I had, he had an apartment at the residential condos I was work or I was living at. I mean, I was working at, and he made eighty two thousand dollars a year as a computer program. I can't say what company because I don't want to put his business out there. But I'm bringing him up because he's at making eighty two thousand dollars a year. He still divided a one bedroom apartment with somebody. His apartment was thirty five hundred a month, which I'm not. And I'm not. I want to be in his pockets like that. But I feel like you could still pay that by yourself. But be that as it may, the fact that you still felt you need to divide that, like that's why last year when the pandemic really hit, and a lot of these companies uh, gave this the work from home orders or gave you the option to work from home, and you had all those people leaving San Francisco, going back to like all those people who worked in tech, going back to Idaho or going back to uh, Georgia, Mississippi, wherever they might have came from. I felt them. I felt where they were coming from because it's like, if I know I'm a state, if I know my $93,000 a year income is going to, is going to stay the same. And I go, if I go back home and I don't have to be here and that means I don't have to pay $5,000 for a two bedroom apartment. Oh yeah, I'm good. Cause I'm going to tell you the funny thing about that is I bet you a lot of those people who went back from San Francisco who were originally from like the Midwest or South, they probably all bought houses when they moved back down up. I promise you, there were a lot of houses that probably got bought last year down south and in the Midwest because there were a lot of people who came back with like, well, damn shit, I don't, I don't even have to worry about, I don't even have to worry about giving a, a, a one third of my income away. Which, by the way, speaking of income, let's get to that conversation. And I had read, and I and I had always read the whole thing about how if you're rich, if you make over a certain amount of money a year, the um the income tax is very unfriendly to you in California. And that's true. If you make over a million dollars a year, God, you know, God, God willing, if you're one of the people who's blessed to make a million dollars a year, at least a million dollars or more a year, I'm trying to get to your level right now. Um, in California, you'd lose. If you were making a million dollars a year or somewhat close to that or more, you'd lose 
somewhat a little over $460,000 a year. In Arizona, if you were making that much, you'd, you'd lose $400,000 a year, a little over $400,000 a year. If you lived in Texas, and this is probably because Texas doesn't have state income taxes, they have tax, of course, they don't have state income tax, you'd lose $360,000 a year. And keep in mind, I think the idea of taxes is something, I, I don't... I don't, I don't think anybody wants to pay taxes. And truth be told, if you're a millionaire, taxes is an inevitable thing, and I don't think anybody wants to pay taxes. But for me personally, if I was a millionaire and if I knew that I'd have to give basically half my yearly income to taxes, I would be pretty pissed too, and I wouldn't want to live here. I'll be all the way honest with you. So from that angle... If you're making over a certain amount of money, I can understand. Now, granted, if you're making like, if you like me, if you're like in the $40,000, $50,000 a year bracket, you're perfectly fine. You're perfectly fine. I mean, it's just the only thing that comes to with that is like, like if you make $40,000 a year in California versus you make $40,000 a year in Texas, there is like, there is a $1,500 difference in taxes that you would get in, that you would get more of if you were in Texas. It's just the only issue with that is for me, because I could, I could ignore that. I could ignore that. It's just that the only difference is, is when you go to Texas, and I'm, I was, re, I was doing research right now, like just looking up for apartment listings. Like there is a lot more, the price of living is a lot, is a lot cheaper. I don't know. It is weird. Cause I don't, even the job, the jobs out there pay a little bit better than they used to. I ain't gonna lie to you. Cause I used to live down South. My first, I lived in Alabama. My first job in my life was in Alabama, May, 2009. I was a cook helper. I made $6 an hour. When we first moved to Alabama, my mom worked at the, uh, my mom, my mom used to work at Alta Bates and, um, Alta Bates hospital in the Bay area. She made $23 an hour. When we moved to the, uh, when we moved from there to Montgomery, Alabama, my mom started working at Jackson State Hospital in Montgomery, Alabama. She made $10 an hour. Now, my understanding at that time was like, well, it's not that bad because, you know, yeah, she just lost half her, half her pay, but the housing down here is so much cheaper. We still lived in like a two, a three bedroom. Then we moved to a four bedroom. We still had a good house. It wasn't like we were like, we stayed in the hood for like three months, but we still moved. But besides that, it wasn't like we were in poor in the ghetto or nothing like that. We could still survive. So that was always my perception of moving down south. It was like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, the, the stuff costs a lot cheaper down there, but it's just, it's just because they pay a lot less. They pay a lot less for most jobs, but it is something to be said about when you do move down south. Like I'm, I was, I was, I went, I went on apartments.com. I went on Zillow and I was looking up options for options for renting in Arizona, options for renting in, in uh, Texas, option for renting out there. And I was comparing with the California and you know, that, like I said, that's a big thing. Like you, if you're going to these cities and I, and I, like I said, I looked at the prices in cities that are pretty popular. Like, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona, Scottsdale, Austin. So it's a lot of people moving to Austin. And like, hell, if you like, if you're spending, if you're, if you're making $40,000 a year and God, God, God willing, you can find a spot, you can find an apartment or somewhere to stay at for a thousand or 800, which you can find out there. It's a pretty good deal versus out here. It's damn near impossible. You know, my spot out here, I pay a pretty, I'm not going to say the price because I don't want the apartments, you know, on my business, but I pay a pretty good price for my apartment and I live by myself and it's chill, but I'm pretty, very lucky that you can find cheap apartments in California. It's just that it's very, 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 very difficult. 
It's very difficult. You have to really, you'd have to really talk to a lot of people. You'd have to meet some people and it can get hard. The overwhelming majority of apartments in California, places to rent in California are overpriced. It's not that same situation down south. And when you really go into depth and do research about it, it does put you at a point, it does put you in the mind state kind of like, well, damn, why would you even want to live here to certain extent? Now, I'm staying here because I love it here. I love California. I love the culture we have here. I love the people and everything like that. But after doing just a little bit of research, I could kind of see why people have such a, such a, I can see why a lot of people, particularly who are living in California right now, I know a lot of people in California, a lot of people who are just waiting two or three, four, five, maybe one more year for their retirement to hit. And then they can just move and take their income and move down there and get something, get a, get them a, a five, a seven bedroom house for $200,000 and just live like a king. You know, even you, it's even deeper than that. Even when you have a conversation about the poverty rates, like I, that is one of the things that kind of makes me feel the most uncomfortable. Like in a lot of in a lot of this, like I said, I used to live in the Bay Area, and when I lived out there, I didn't go to San Francisco that much. So a lot of the time, I was kind of, I didn't know about, I didn't know a lot about what the situation was like out there. But man, it's just insane. You have people paying two thousand. You have people. Paying $4,000 a month for a two-bedroom or three-bedroom apartment in the Tenderloin of San Francisco, which is one of the sh- shittiest neighborhoods that I have seen in real life. Like, you were literally... I said this along, and I've always said this about San Francisco. I love the fun aspect of San Francisco. I remember that there's so much to do. I love that it's, it's, just, it's just an exciting place to be in the big city. But I just always hated the fact that you'd pay almost half your monthly income to live somewhere where when you walk out the door, there's somebody pissing on the street. Like you could be in the, the ghetto is shittiest. I'm watching. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing upper, I'm seeing high middle-class income, high upper middle-class income lofts in neighborhoods that I've seen music, rap, rap videos, rap videos be filmed that I'm like, what the, you paying $4,000 a month to live in Eddie rock, Eddie rock. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you where that makes me mad. Let me just, let me just say this. I'm not making this up. If you go to if you go to San Francisco, there's a street called Eddie Rock, Eddie Rock and Double Rock. These two streets have these really big housing, uh, low income housing apartment complexes. I'm bringing up these two areas because when you go to these areas right across the street from either of these streets, there are there are apartments and these apartments do look nice. I'm not going to lie. The apartments do look nice. But these apartments are charging three hundred, three thousand, four thousand dollars a month for two and three bedroom apartments. I'm like, mother, f- in the ghetto? Like, why would I spend that much to stay in the ghetto? Like, like it's still the ghetto. Like, don't get it. It's still the ghetto. So I don't. It's crazy, man. It's it, it's it's insane. It's insane. I um, I don't know. This is it, it's insane. So. I guess the conversation comes into about should you and, and also the homeless issue, you know, that the homeless issue is a big thing, too. I mean, I. I feel bad. I feel bad that there's like this. I don't I always feel bad because. I mean, my mentality has always been the whole pull yourself up by your bullshit bull, bootstraps mentality. That's always been my energy that I've had. 
And I do understand that a lot of people, there are a lot of people who are homeless and they just come under hard times or something goes wrong in their life. And, you know, for whatever, whatever reason may you have it, they just pretty be in a bad situation. But it's crazy to go to these cities where you have people like there's a lot of people in San Francisco who make good money. Like, don't get it. You go to San Francisco, Oakland, some parts of Sacramento, there's people who make good money. But when you go to these areas and you see like these I feel like every four people in, in San Francisco is homeless. Like, I honestly feel like that. I feel like every four people in San Francisco, every four people in Oakland is homeless. And that didn't used to bug me because I was always, my, my argument to that was always, well, if you go to any big city, you're always going to see a homeless population. If you go to any big city, you're going to see that. But it does look pretty weird that you'll see that in a city that has such a high per capita income versus if you go to Stockton, it's the same situation as Stockton. Like, you see the same the same amount of homeless people you'd see in Stockton, like percentage wise, you'd see in San Francisco, and that's crazy to me. Like, because you know, there's a far bigger difference in between the income. For those who don't know, Stockton is like one of the most dangerous, poorest cities in California. Like it, it is really, it is crazy there. You know, so I don't know. I mean, so I guess the conversation becomes: Should you move from California? And I would say. I mean, for me, I wouldn't move to Texas just because I've lived down south before and I don't like that heat. I'd move to Arizona. I love Arizona. They Arizona is hot, but and Arizona is hot, but their their heat is something that I'm more accustomed to. Arizona has dry heat. I can work with dry heat. I don't like that humid, wet. Like when you walk outside, you instantly sweat. Even when you in the house and turn on the fan, you're still like the. It's like the. It's hard to explain. It's like the air is wet. It's weird. Like it feels like the air is like it's it's it is very uncomfortable. So I would have moved there. But if I I'd move to Arizona, I'd move to Arizona. Hell, if I if I wasn't so scared of the cold, I might would move to Montana or Idaho like that. It's just but I'm just I don't do cold. Like I'm I'm very I'm very heat spoiled. I don't I don't do good in, in hot climates. I mean sorry in cold climates or in humid climates, humid climates and cold climates. I think that that I think that was you know it's. And it's something deep to think about that because most people who live in California, it's something deep to think about how I think that I think I read last I think I said last year over six hundred thousand people moved from California. I feel like that number is probably bigger than that, but it's so interesting to see like this whole mass exodus, this whole immigration from California to other states because. That's how most people in California, we came here because our families, our great grandparents or grandparents came here because of opportunity. You know, you, a lot of our, like I'm, I'm African-American. A lot of our, a lot of our, on both sides of my family, my grandpas, my grandparents, how, how they usually came here is one sister or one uncle came here, got a job working at a factory, bought a house for a pretty good price. He let his uncle, he let his brother and his uh, sister-in-law come and stay with him for about a year or two. They got their own house. So that's how a lot of us came out here with looking for opportunity because you could find jobs and stuff out here, you know, plus white people treat you a little bit fairer out here. So, so it just was, just was different. So it's kind of weird to see the reverse happen, you know, and, it, and, it, and it's, this has been going on for like, 10, 20 years. Like I remember reading, um, I remember reading how, um, sorry, not reading, but I remember when I was growing up, even in Atlanta, like Atlanta, I used to live, I laid a state in Atlanta for a year. And when you go to cities like Atlanta, when you go to cities like Houston, you meet a lot of people. I'm, when I was going to school in Arizona, I went to Arizona state for three years. I met so many people from California. 
I mean, just so many. It shocked me. Like I, when I first got out there, I came out there in 2013. I worked at Red Revolver Lounge as a bouncer. Three to four of the people who worked there with me at that club were from California. One of them was from, two of them were from the same goddamn county. They were from Sacramento County. I, I live from Gaul, but they were from the same county as me. So it was interesting. It was interesting to see that. Like it's interesting to see just how, I don't know. You know, um, like I said, I love it out here. I love the culture. Proud to be from here. But it's, you know, there are some things that could change. I'll just say that. Now, with that being said, hope you guys have a good day. I am recording this on a Sunday morning. I just had to get that off my chest because I felt like it was very interesting. Much love, peace, and chicken grease. This is the Greatest Voice Podcast, and I shall see you soon.